nice tight 48, 48-er. 48-er. Something else. Oh, that's what I want to say. I just, it's funny to me because the outrage that individual student athletes get for jumping schools, the the schools that jump conferences don't get the same, um, you, you know, feedback, at least in social media. Because <laughs> you got, you got uh, UCF, Cincinnati, and Houston, all going from the AAC to the Big 12, that's going to be a jump in revenue from $7.5 million to like $35 million a year. That's the only reason they're doing it, but you don't see everyone Dude, complaining about that. So I saw you tweet about that. I don't know the rules, so like I don't want to act like I, I know something that is like, you know, um, specific to these specific conference jumping guidelines, but they don't get that money right away, right? Like there is a interim period where they get a portion of revenue. Like like Maryland did it when they jumped to the big 10, like they don't get that TV contract right away. So like they, like they'll probably be in the red for like three or four years before they can actually make that big 10 contract money or big 12 contract money back right i'm not gonna act like i know how to how it works either but it definitely sets them up to make way more jump jump a jump a level on their on their tax bracket you know i don't give a damn if it's two years i I read in one article where i believe that the because texas and oklahoma are leaving that that tv contract is going to get renegotiated anyway and it's just what is the value that cincinnati uh UCF, BYU, and Houston bring to the Big Twelve. It's going to determine, you know, what all of those uh, the the remaining Big Twelve schools get. What, so, what is the? Do you know what the current TV contract is um, for the Big Twelve? Like what the the annual like the annual value is or the long term value is? Well, the last year in twenty twenty one, all the Big Twelve schools got thirty five million. So, okay. in the AAC, the AAC contract was a $1 billion contract that started in 2019 and there are 11 schools in the AAC. So you break that down per year and it was like a 10 year deal. You break that down per year per institution. That's about 7 million, seven point between seven and 8 million. So the big, the big 10 is also renegotiating their TV deal this year Um, or this year, I guess this off season, I'm not sure if it's 2020. Three. Do you know how much? Do you want to know how much the the SEC schools get? Oh, I, what is it like 40, 50 million? It's seventy million. <laughs> it's like <laughs> seventy it. million per. Yeah. So seventy current, million per. Yeah. The current Big Twelve, Big Twelve. I too many contract conferences with big in them. Um, the current Big Ten deal is for four hundred forty million. It's gonna be one point two to one point five billion. Like I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure about that. Like there, there's, and it's not gonna be as long, but it's gonna be huge. And I think yeah, it should be. I, yeah, I, I posted this in the Discord today. Like I think we're really close to seeing the Big Ten SEC break off into their own kind of like mega league. League? What do you yeah, mean? I think, like just I think get like rid of the in, NCAA. Uh, yeah, they're gonna. I don't think the NCAA is gonna be the governing body within like 
three or three to five years. Like I think they're going to be governed by somebody else. What is the draw for Big Ten besides Ohio State? Oh, the Big Ten has a lot Mi- of tradition. Michigan has been good once in 15 no, years. Michigan's, Penn State's been Michigan's good like being twice good dates back in 15 Michigan, years. So. SEC and Big Ten just got like the most draft picks by a huge amount. Like they're the only two conferences that currently matter, in my opinion. Like Pac-12, the Big Ten is still a draw. Yeah, Pac-12 doesn't really matter. A Big Twelve in their current in their future state when Texas and Oklahoma leave doesn't really matter. ACC is such a academic focused conference that they don't even operate on the same along the same lines of the Big Ten and the SEC. So I think we're going to get really close to seeing a mega conference, however you want to put it, like a, the league of their own, where. Your players are unionized, they're employees, there's professionalism, and it's the Big Ten, it's the SEC, and then it's straggler schools who want to do that. So like USC probably is one of them. Um, I don't know if Notre Dame will do it. I, I tend to believe they won't, but I think that's the way we're heading in like a couple of years. And the Ohio State athletic director coming out and saying that is kind of like the worst kept secret ever. Like there's been discussions about this for like a year now. So I think we're real. I think we're pretty close to to this happening. Not that it, not that I like it. I just realistically, all good for college football. I just want the players to play. I want to see them on TV. I think we're gonna get professional money, and we're gonna get like a union, and we're gonna get all that at the upper tier of college football. Like, I think we're really close to that. Anything that limits yeah, movement. It's cool with me. <laughs> I I enjoyed the. I didn't tweet the the full part of it. I tweeted a, a very, or no, I think I posted on Discord actually. When you uh, you were like, "Hey, I'm not going to talk about anything non football about Jordan Addison on Campus Life this week," and then you're like, "Lincoln <laughs> Riley is Lincoln Riley is scum. We already knew he's scum. Like <laughs> it took like five minutes for you to." Yeah, didn't talk about did, didn't direct it at Jordan though. Did not direct it at Jordan. No, and I, I, I he's had a lot. Like I've seen a lot of posts about it, and like it's really disheartening how aggressive people have been about him. Like that's... my only my only complaint about the situation, and I talked about this on like like obviously like going to L.A. from Pittsburgh. Like I'm not gonna pretend like that's not some ginormous step up and obviously playing with Caleb Williams is a a much improvement over uh, playing with Keaton Slovis. But for a guy that when he came out of high school was not really very highly recruited, nobody wanted him to play wide receiver. And Pitt basically said, you can come here, you can play wide receiver. We're going to let you do that. We think that's what you can do. And we're going to develop you to do that for Pitt to then raise at the, at that point to be basically a similar amount of money. The the rumor was about $3 million and him still to say, Nope. Is kind of a fuck you moment. And quite frankly, that's what really pissed me off about it. Like, let's not pretend that this is about anything. And he's going to talk about how it's not about money at all. And like, you're ignoring like a huge part of this story, buddy, and just leaving for money. Like, I th- USC and Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley is a, with no money on the table at all. It could be zero money. It's a you better, talk about, it's a Pitt, better landing. Spot. Pitt has put just as many top players in the NFL as USC has in the past 15 to 20 years. We're talking like, about for one season before factually. he makes up to the NFL. Like, and like we talked about, like the Blitnikoff winner, like he's not increasing his profile. He's the Blitnikoff winner. 
Like I'd, he's I'd going rather, to go at worst. I, round uh, this is this is some. Like, yeah. I don't know about that. I think what like, what profile is there to boost? He was just voted so, the best receiver in the country playing for. Pitt. You know what? Alfred's not going to hear this, so it doesn't matter. Um, but he posted in there just our uh, our Slack channel today. He was like, it like he was relatively unknown, which I don't agree with. But like Jordan Addison at Pitt is probably not the same Jordan Addison if he's at Alabama. He's at Georgia. Alabama he's wouldn't have taken him as a wide receiver. What does that matter? Are we talking about twenty twenty three? We're talking about twenty twenty three draft. Like, like he's going definitely going to raise his profile if he's at USC, Alabama, Texas. Like, he's going to be a national name that people talk about week to week. That wasn't really happening at Pitt, despite being the best wide receiver in the country last year and winning the political. Like, this is definitely a stock up for him because look how many shitty Alabama wide receivers are getting drafted round one and two that shouldn't be. Like, look how. It is just the profile of the school that matters so much. But you, you're a, you know, the not owned tweet, the I'm definitely not owned, I'm not mm-hmm. owned. That's you right now. I'm not tilting. I'm not tilting. <laughs> <laughs> I've already said I'm not rooting for him wherever he goes. So don't that's... worry. D- don't worry. You have Kanata Mumfield and uh, Jalen Wayne. Wayne's not that good. I don't know where this has come from. He's not a that's... bad player. That was right. that was kind of the point of what I was <laughs> what I was getting at. Yeah, I was in like Slovis throw to Kanata Mumfield, Jalen Wayne, and Lucas Curl, right? Lucas Curl's still eligible. D- did you expect to get a repeat from last year? I mean, what are we doing here? I mean, it's Pitt. You, you had your one year, and you you got to wait another you know seven eight years to have another one. I so like it'll be, it'll be more than it'll be more than seven years. It'll I, be a while. <clears throat> I like Narduzzi. I think he's a good like a really solid coach like his ceiling is pit his ceiling is not like right an elite elite school. his ceiling like, is pit really or like pit defensive pit. coordinator he or or defensive coordinator in like alabama like that's yeah. uh that's i liked him when he was at michigan state because of how he played defense it was just like no fucks given yeah, um, he's putting, I, putting his corners in man to man and yeah. putting his safeties like seven yards from the line of scrimmage. They were not; they were playing zero coverage everywhere. I love, I love Narduzzi. So, not to be a pit centric after show, but what is the thought around Pitt losing Marion to Texas as the wide receiver coach, and then Mark Whipple to Nebraska? Like that can't be good, right? Like what, like what's going on there? So Marion has had a, he's basically spent like two years at like every stop he's ever been at. And from what I've heard is that he's kind of difficult to work with, like from other staff members perspective. Um, like he, I, I heard somebody here in Pittsburgh who's fairly close to the, the team basically saying that everywhere he goes, he basically, and this is no, like not a bad thing about him. He basically goes wherever he goes. And then he immediately tries to leverage himself into the offense coordinator position, like almost immediately. And it rubs people really, really, really the wrong way. So it wasn't that surprising that he left. Whipple surprised me a little bit. I thought he was going to retire. Like I like maybe yeah, one more year and then be done. Um, I don't know what his deal is. I know he's close to what Scott Frost or somebody in Nebraska or something. Um, gotcha. I, I don't know exactly what his deal was. That was like him not retiring and going to Nebraska was really weird. Um, like I was shocked when that news broke. Um, 
and I don't know a bunch about Marion, so that that kind of ties that loose end together. But I was I like Mark Whipple. I thought was going to be a guy who just retired at Pitt. Like he he him going to Nebraska was a shock to me, and I wonder. It, so Nebraska doesn't really have an, a built-in NIL program, or. I thought they could be a contender for Addison, but it sounds like they just don't have a program to like support him. I don't think Whipple or really has the relationship with Addison. Like, like does Marion? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you think Texas is a like legitimate legitimate contender for Addison? Maybe. Um, I think it's kind of also shitty from Texas in a different way, where you kind of brought in like Naor, and now you're probably going to fuck him over by doing this. Um, I don't know. It, it feels like letting guys move this late with throwing this kind of money at them, like kind of inherent, like now if they bring in Nayor because this guy entered the portal, like now, like now that just completely screws over him. He'll still like, start. Like he's an outside wide receiver. They'll still I mean, play he, he went, he went to Texas because he thought he could be the one a there or one B or whatever you want to call him. He could put up a huge season and then go, you know, top 50. If, if so, Addison goes there, I don't think that's possible for him anymore. I think there's too many mouths to feed. No, I don't think he'll do it in a deeper wide receiver class. I think I think you're right about that. I also wonder, um, with with Addison, like I really like him. I think he's a really good player. But like, is it? Can he be a guy who goes top fifteen in the NFL draft, or is he like destined to kind of be a wide receiver too? With you? next level like addison that's the thing yeah that's the thing that i have a problem with is like all of the guys coming out are like wide receiver two-ish type players just based on you know i mean these guys are fast guys but i don't think that they're guys who are going to dominate in the red zone and so they all seem like quote-unquote wide receiver twos very good players but um I don't know. It's, there are a lot of Jordan Addison type players that have come out uh, have declared for the NFL draft here recently. I mean, people want to compare a lot of these guys to Justin Jefferson, who is perceived as like not a bigger guy, but Justin Jefferson is still six one two zero three. Like he's still like not small, even though he looks kind of like you know, I don't want to say scrawny, but he's definitely a thinner built guy but he he's bigger than people think like jordan addison's like 185 like he's or 180 ish like he's still 20 pounds lighter than a j jeff is so i think people think that a lot of these guys like that are just and not that weight necessarily matters but like the nfl i don't know how comfortable they are with taking like tiny tiny guys like over and over again early like i'm just not sure that's that's I, I don't know. Like, I, and I, I, I mean, I think he should be a first round pick. Like Jordan Addison, like no doubt. Mm-hmm. I think he's got a pretty well rounded game. Um, but I think that's kind of what separates some of these guys is you can do that and you're 20 pounds heavier. And you like play the same game. Like I'm going to take the guy that's 20 pounds heavier. Like that's just what I'm going to do. 